much it's up to you nothing anything new and exciting mm, no no <laughs> all right well, that sucks yeah. dance monkey dance This week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm okay. Nobody's busting down your door. No cops. No. No cops this no. week. Okay. Nope. I mean, you do live nope. in Florida, where that shit is happening on the regular now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Just enjoying a nice 80 degree day <laughs> in December. Yeah. I mean, like I always knew that. Florida was like Nazi Germany, but now it's becoming a reality. Uh, yeah, and the local newspaper has sued the governor for uh, hiding information from the public on COVID. So it's uh. good times. I mean, it just shows that you can't act in people's best interest. Otherwise, the, establ- the establishment will come after you for some stupid fucking reason. Welcome to Nazi America. <laughs> Home of the Proud Boys. Yeah. So I, do you think the troops are going to arrive on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Oh, I don't know. So did you see the picture of of the Proud Boys in the kilts with fuck Antifa written on their ass cheeks? No. I saw the video of them being pepper sprayed at a rally. Uh, yeah. So uh, apparently yesterday there was a big thing where they were posing for pictures. A bunch of them had written like each, on an ass cheek is each letter of the word fuck Antifa. Hmm. And uh, somebody pointed out. Was it all out, the same handwriting? Well, somebody pointed out. So, you know, they can't do it on their own, which means they had to bend over in front of somebody and get their ass drawn on. Right. So, Yeah. Fuck those people. Well, I mean, the only person that, that really needs to be arrested right away is probably Alex Jones. Because I don't know if you saw that piece of shit yesterday. Uh, I saw it, but I didn't pay attention to it. So he was basically at a rally and said that Joe Biden needed to be removed one way or another. That sounds like a threat. To the incoming president. Sure does. I think that they should string him up by his fucking conspiracy conspiracy theory head and just let him hang there. Uh, it's interesting times we live in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But it's okay because I finally figure out where I'm going to move. And where is that? New California. Uh, New California? Yes. Either okay. that or New Nevada. Okay. I hear they're the hip happening places. Hmm. Did you did, did you see this? No, I didn't. Okay. So in the so big news this week 
and we're not becoming a political podcast, but for this, we are. For just a few more weeks. For just a Bear few, with us. Yes. For like 36 more days or whatever it is. <clears throat> so there was a big um, uh, um, case filed at the Supreme Court this week where Texas had decided that they were going to sue different states for um, what they called improper voting laws. And everybody was like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, um, you don't have any say in another company in another, um, state's election. Like right. part of the constitution is each state, um, conducts the elections the way they see fit. So who the fuck is Texas to say, yes, like we're, we're going to intervene. So in the motion that they filed, they called upon states that were, there were inconsistencies and two of those states was new California and new Nevada. Okay. And people were like, do we tell them now that those aren't states? Do <laughs> we let them just go and make themselves look like a fool? And that's pretty much what they did. Okay. Um, and then the Supreme Court came back and said, you guys have no merit. Go away. Right. So hopefully this is the nail in the coffin. Although it's not. Orange Buck has already said that he's going to carry on. Whatever the fuck that means. It's, it's going to get violent. I'm pretty sure that's the way we're going. He is going to stir up his base as much as he can. So it looks like he's the only one who can save us. But how? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's how do you, how do you rationalize something with a four-year-old? I know. And you can't, you just can't. And there's been more than enough proof in his actions that he is insane that he is mentally disturbed, that he is unfit to serve, and mm-hmm. yet nobody will step up and take care of it. But And now you have these idiots in fucking Texas who are announcing that they're going to they're introduce legislation to allow a voter referendum on seceding from the United States. Go ahead. We are now back to the fucking Civil War. <clears throat> yep. And let, uh, let all the crazy people get in Texas and then build a wall. That would be fucking amazing. There you go. There there you go. And you know what? I bet Mexico would pay for that. <laughs> no, because Mexico doesn't want them want those crazy fucking people any closer. And then and then fucking Trump can be king of Texas. How about that? Oh, there you go. That's great. And when they don't have any money to support themselves, they'll have to come crawling back to the US and Biden can be like, yeah, no. Well, and we can treat the new Texas people as if they are a third world country, which they are, <laughs> and they're going to have to negotiate trade and tariffs and all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, what a weird fucked up time to be alive, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, but we got a got a uh, vaccine about to be uh, administered tomorrow. Yeah, I mean it's it's an amazing accomplishment. I will give them that. That sure, 
you know, which which the orange one had nothing to do with. Exactly, I was just about to say. Although I do want to know how much stock he and his people have purchased in those companies. Oh, a ton illegally. Yeah, a ton. I mean, there's and there's the the last two candidates in the in the um, runoff in Georgia, mm-hmm. who had sold all that stock when they were told uh, when they were briefed about coronavirus. It was revealed that they took that money and invested in body bags. Those people should be fucking never allowed to run for for what they're trying they to should run be, for. They should be charged with sedition and locked up. Yeah. Let's let all of these petty criminals who are in jail for possessing a gram of marijuana out Give them the tools they need to become productive citizens, mm-hmm. and let's start locking up the goddamn politicians. Yep. And I don't mean a white-collar jail. I mean the shithole of the shithole. Yeah, they should be having to break up little rocks. Big rocks and the little rocks every day. Yep. See how that fucking makes them feel. And and you got 126 new tenants standing by to be thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, well... Oh, the complicity. I mean, I, I don't understand if you are, okay. If you are of average intelligence, mm-hmm. figure that 50% of the country is dumber than you. Okay. I really want to know. I want to have a serious talk, which they'll never going to do with a Trump supporter of why this is the dude they're willing to throw themselves on their sword for. Uh, I don't understand. I have I, watched I don't people either. on my Facebook pages argue how corrupt Biden is. And I'm well, like, and now they're investigating Hunter Biden again. Well, yeah, of course they are because they have to make it look good. But it's not making them look good. <laughs> I, well, they think it is, though. But this is what I don't understand. I've seen all these people talking about, like, oh, he, uh, Biden has cheated and he's done this and he's done that. And it's like, but everything you're saying is relevant to the person that you're supporting. Mm-hmm. Why is it that this asshole is the guy that you're willing to kill yourself for? Because he's anti-government, because he doesn't want more taxes on the rich, because he takes care of the stock market. But to the average redneck living in a trailer. They are stupid. What is he doing for them? And the answer is nothing. And when they say, oh, he gave us a tax break. Guess what? That tax break goes away next year. Yeah, that is not an answer to a, well, the economy's doing well. Is it? Is it really? Why? Oh, it. Oh, my God. Like, it just bugs me all the time of like, how is this something that you think is a good thing? Oh, Biden's going to destroy democracy. You mean like your boy's trying to do right now? Like your boy has? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. And I would love to have a serious conversation and be like, tell me in your own words and not repeat the shit that you've heard from Trump. Right. Why is he worth dying for? 
and they're not going to be able to answer. But they're going to talk around in circles. They're oh, not going to answer, well, even if they had an answer. I know. And they're going to be like, well, Biden's going to sell us out to China. You mean the same China that rents floors of Trump Tower in New York? That China? Yeah. The China that gave Ivanka Trump all those um, all those patents. patents when they wouldn't give any other person from the United States patents? That China? Yeah. Like... I don't get it, man. I, I seriously don't understand anymore. I'm, I'm hoping this gets better, but will it? I don't know. I, yeah. Have no idea. Have no idea. The only way it's going to get better is that Biden goes in and plays hardball. And that we win these two Senate seats in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And we're just going, you know what, Mitch? You just fucked us for eight years. You better bend over, buddy. Here it comes. Yeah. Here it comes. I want every piece of legislation you've sat on for the last eight years on my desk and up for a vote. (laughs) I mean, it really is. I I don't understand anything anymore when it comes to this shit. Yeah. I don't get. Oh, man. I don't know. We have become a shit society. There's there's yeah. no reason for it. And it's because, you know, you're black and I don't like you and you worship a different God and I don't like you and you're gay and I don't like you and you're a woman and I don't like you. And that's all it's about. But what about all these people? They're all like, hey, we want to be a Christian nation, which America isn't. But on those grounds, shouldn't they be looking at what Jesus has said, if that's what the, the way they're going to go, and be like, love These are neighbor? the Christians who watched the pool boy fucking their wives. <laughs> These are the Christians who went to the Supreme Court to lift the embargo on large gatherings. That's true. And they didn't do it so you could come and worship. They did it so you can come and give them money. Right. Pure and simple. Right. People aren't tithing. So we've got to get people back into the church. And it's like, oh, well, if, like I said, if they're going to go to the Supreme court, then they should be taxed. They should have to pay fucking taxes. Then every church should be taxed. Mm -hmm. A church is a goddamn business. This bullshit that they're not is another outdated concept. Yep. Right up there with the the right to bear arms. (laughs) Sorry, asshole, because you have a tiny penis. You don't need to have an assault rifle. That's right. There was, there was, I think I watched a, I think it was on YouTube. It was either on YouTube or Twitter. There was a, um, they were showing pictures of the so-called militia and the so-called proud boys, people that, you know, pose with their guns and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're all like 400 pound people that are shoved into these like tactical vests. They're cowards. And that's what they are. It's like, if you really are going to attack the country and the military is going to defend us, the military is not going to have a goddamn problem. 
I guarantee that if you were to take away their guns and punch them in the nose, they would run crying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The master race. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Happy holidays, everybody. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> I hope your elves on the shelves are, are are doing their jobs. They should be out of quarantine by now, right? Uh, tomorrow. 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 They're out of quarantine. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. So, so huge news on the, the uh, Disney Plus front this week. Yeah, so Disney Plus had a um, an investor meeting. Is that what they were going at? Investor Day? Investor Day, yes. Um, and they basically, it was a multi-hour presentation where each section of Disney got up and basically said what they were doing, and that included both Star Wars and Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell you what any of the actual Disney um, announcements were because nobody's talking about them. Right. Everybody's talking about Star Wars and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars is getting 10 TV shows on Disney Plus and a new feature movie. Yes. I, I've, I've heard a lot of people complaining that they're not doing a new trilogy. No, don't. Just and, stop. And I think the time for trilogies for Star Wars needs to be over. Sure. Um the the announcement for the movie was very cool it's it was patty jenkins who of wonder woman fame director um has been tapped to make this and and it's her on rollerblades <laughs> telling a story about how her father was a fighter pilot and mm-hmm. she would watch them take off and fly over the house every morning and he was killed in the line of duty and how she's always wanted to make a fighter pilot movie. And all of this is while she's taking her skates off and um, you're not really sure what's going on because the shots like from the neck up. Mm-hmm. And so she's telling the story about how she's now found the two things that, that she can combine to, to make the best fighter pilot movie ever. And then mm-hmm. proceeds to stick a X wing pilot, uh, helmet on her head and gets up and walks towards an X-Wing sitting on a ramp and getting dressed into uh, the flight suit. And so it was really cool that Disney has kind of embraced the, the viral marketing thing for star Wars to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very cool to see. Um, but besides that, we are getting, everybody knew that we were getting a, um, an Obi-Wan show. Yep. Um, they confirmed the Ahsoka Tano show. Mm-hmm. They confirmed a show called, um, Rangers of the Resistance. No, Rangers of the yes. Republic. New, Re- New Republic. Um, which I would assume would be the guy that's been flying around in the X-Wing with, Dave Filoni, the the Asian guy, could be. Um, because that they're they're saying that both Ahsoka and um the the Rangers TV show would be con- 
currently running in the same timeline as the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and would cross over. So they would do like crossover events um, with all the casts, which is kind of cool. Yep. Um, now there, there was an interesting thing that happened that was brought up on, on YouTube. Um, and it has to do with the Ahsoka announcement and the Ahsoka title is when it was shown is sitting over a round graphic that's got, uh, Arabish on it and ancient languages and it's from the veil of the force. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the theory of the veil of the force. John? I have not. No? Okay. So there was a rumor going around that Disney was unhappy with the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. and that they wanted to find a way to make it so it wasn't canon anymore. And so this theory of the veil of the force showed up and it's from either a comic book or some other piece of media from Disney or Lucasfilm or whatever. And it's a dimension of the force that you, where you see your, your past or you see glimpses of the future and that it could be used to pretty much erase the sequel trilogy. And the fact that Ahsoka, it's on Ahsoka's title graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's a strong female lead um, based in the in the universe. And it's a Dave Filoni property or a Dave Filoni character that this could be the signal that Disney is going to move away from this, the sequel trilogy and proceed from where they are with new movies that pretty much get rid of the last three movies of the Skywalker trilogy. And one of the things that they were talking about is if you look at everything that was announced, there is nothing that takes place in the time frame of the sequel trilogy. It's okay. all original trilogy timelines. So, I don't know if there's anything to it. I thought it was an interesting um, theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but people were talking about the Veil of the Force and Disney wanting to rewrite the Star Wars legacy as far back as like March of last year. And the fact that it's showing up now in official Disney uh, graphics might signal that the future of Star Wars does not lay with Ray and Finn and Poe. Sure. And that you might get to see more things um, that are leading up to kind of that era, but not really. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It's, I could see them wanting to know. Um, I, like I, I could see them wanting to turn it over to um, Dave Filoni. Sure. Um, part of what I saw on Facebook in this one video was um, um, 
they were talking about Kathleen Kennedy and that mm-hmm. Disney was wanting to get rid of her. And I, again, I don't know if any of this is true. Um, they were very unhappy with the reception of the last two Star Wars films. And they were basically saying, um, and I guess, I guess Kathleen Kennedy made it known that she was looking for a new gig at some point, but nobody would touch her because of what had happened with the last two Star Wars films. And so, um, they were saying that she has basically said that she was going to, um, she was going to stay on and Disney said, well, look, if you're going to stay on, you're kind of like a figurehead only. You'll be there to kind of talk about what's coming, but creatively you're kind of out of the loop now. And I think we've kind of seen that with some of the stuff that she has announced that they're now not talking about anymore. Okay. You remember when they were going to do the whole new, um, they were going to do the whole thing about the, the old Republic. Mm-hmm, the new, yes. And that was going to tie in with films and books and comic books. Well, that was nowhere in anything that they talked about. Yeah. So maybe this is Disney saying Favreau and Filoni have turned everything around. And we're going to kind of follow their lead. And Hmm. maybe we get more Star Wars films that are one-offs that could show you a different version of Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I don't I doubt Harrison Ford will ever come back as Han Solo, but. You know, well, maybe they can trick him when he's doing uh, Indiana Jones Jones. five to do some line reading or something. So you see, Indy finds this mystical artifact that's connected to this force that that is responsible for all life. <laughs> and he becomes part of that force. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it, I, I think it's it's an interesting time to be a Star Wars fan. I think I think Disney saw what happened with that last trilogy. Sure. And, and you know, they're not, they're not blind to the fact that the future money from star Wars rests on fans being happy. Well, and I think they're realizing that they really blew off the original fans with the new trilogy. Yeah. And now it, you know, they're backtracking. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because you need those old fans to introduce their children to these new things. Yeah. Yep. And if they're not willing to watch it, then, you know, um, but we did get, so we got, um, Rangers of the new Republic, Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. They showed us a sizzle reel for, uh, the new Cassian Andor TV show, Mm -hmm. which I'm a little surprised at. I thought going forward because of how, well, the Mandalorian did with the new technology of the volume mm-hmm. that we were going to be straying away from actually building sets. 
Apparently not. And apparently Cassian Andor, they are full steam ahead on building these giant sets of Star Wars. I just, because they were talking about like the whole thing with the, the, um, Obi-Wan TV show that they were building Mm -hmm. a volume and they were going to do it in England and they got the, it, it was so flexible to do everything. I just figured that Lucasfilm was going to be like, this is how we're doing everything from now on. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Um, so we, we got that. We got a new trailer for a new animated uh, show called The Bad Batch, mm-hmm. which looks pretty badass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's, it's a continuation of the Clone Wars style of animation. Um, we, there's a new, um, I guess an, is an anime that they're doing for star Wars visions. Yes. Which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, they also announced a Lando TV show. Yeah. Does that mean it's going to start Donald Glover? <clears throat> well, I can't like, they're going to drag out Billy D Williams. So what if it's, you know, 40-year-old Lando? <laughs> <laughs> but who would you cast in that? Um, Jamie Foxx? I don't think he's going to do a <laughs> Lucasfilm TV show. No? No. Kevin Hart? Chris Rock? <laughs> no. I'm not opposed to, to, to Donald Glover. Yeah. I think it would be interesting... Because, okay, Solo, whether you liked her or hated Solo, I think that some of the performances there deserve more screen time. Okay. I kind of like the way that he portrayed a young Lando, Mm -hmm. but I think that that show should interweave his friendship with Han and bring back the dude that played Han for at least a couple of episodes. I think it should be an office comedy and it all takes place on Bespin (laughs) and it leads up to the empire arriving. Okay. So, you know, this is when this is the day-to-day operation of the Tabana gas mines. This is Lobot's story. We find, you know, Lobot's Mm. home life, Mrs. Lobot, (laughs) Lobot Jr. (laughs) Um, I think there's like an entire story arc about ice cream maker man. There you go. With the Comtano. But they <laughs> see, they filled that in. They filled that in with the Mandalorian. Well, yeah, but now we go back to it to, we find out, you know, really what was going on there. <laughs> I mean, was he, you know, maybe he was stealing money. Maybe nah, that's maybe. what he had at his Comtano. Maybe he stole that out of Lando's office. Maybe he's ripping off Lando on the way out. Yes. Uh, looting, looting, looting Bespin. <laughs> there was also the announcement of Star Wars The Acolyte, which is the only thing I don't really know much about. Uh, no, it's supposedly it's a mystery thriller that takes viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. Okay, so that that's a so high that Republic ties too. into that High Republic series, I guess. But I mean, what they were touting way back when. Oh yeah, it was is not it was this. Epic. It was epic. Yeah, and then something called Star Wars: A Droid Story. Yeah, 
I think, you know, that's for the kids. Yeah. You know, we may as well go back to Endor. What's what's Grimly doing? (laughs) Ring him up. Get him on the phone. And then, of course, Rogue Squadron. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was a there was a huge announcement in uh, when they announced the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yes. That they have brought back Hayden Christensen to play Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had several talks with several other of my nerd friends about this. Yeah. So, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It's kind of made pretty clear that Obi-Wan and Darth Vader haven't seen each other since Mustafar. Mm-hmm. And yes? They're saying th- the way that it was touted was an epic, um, like showdown. Okay. For this. And I don't want them to, I don't want them to do what they did in, in, um, Rise of Skywalker and totally take away meaning behind certain things that George Lucas did. Mm-hmm. Like they've gotten rid of, of Darth Vader's sacrifice by making right. it that the emperor didn't die. I don't want there to be some weird thing of like, Oh no, they face each other several times. That's not the way it was ever portrayed. Obi-Wan went to Tatooine to look over on Luke and mm-hmm. make sure that he was okay. I, I, I don't want him. So, so can they not coexist in the same timeline without making contact with each other? How do you do that, though? Well, it's all about misconnections. <laughs> you know that. Well, you know that Vader is out there looking for the twins. No, I don't know. No, he's not. Vader. He's not. No. Why not? Because they made it look he's like just choking guys randomly. They. He doesn't know about Luke Skywalker until um, the Emperor tells him in Empire Strikes Back. Really? They buried Padme. They don't think he had a mind mind wipe or something? They buried Padme with a fake baby bump so anybody that would report back would say she died with both... She died pregnant, and the kid died too. But, But... Fader could feel feel him now. Now, granted, there is a whole thing of yes, there's a force and reaching out and all of that stuff. And how stupid is it that you would hide the kid in a place that you actually know about with quote unquote family members? Like some of that shit doesn't make any sense. But at the time when George Lucas was writing it, this was not the plan. I'm sure he had in his head you know once he made the second trilogy he was like well shit now i have to fill in all that other stuff you know like like the the conversation that obi-wan has with luke when he when we first meet obi-wan of when i first knew him he was already a great pilot and the force was strong with him whatever and then george has to go back and say well how do i explain that you know, he's left, he's left with his uncle Owen and Amperu, but 
where did they come from? Okay, well, his mom got married after he left. Like, there's there's all this shit that he's having to fill in. And, but there was never anything that made it seem like Obi-Wan and Darth Vader ever met between uh, Anakin becoming Darth Vader and them on the Death Star. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. I think they can both exist in the same timeline without making any contact with each other. And it's, it's, I mean, they could even, even cross paths and not be aware of each other. And I think that would make it cool. But he can sense Obi-Wan in the Falcon. Yeah. But that's only because Obi-Wan has like reawakened the force in himself. I mean, I'm sure he's been laying low. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, Obi-Wan feels the deaths of everybody on Alderaan when it's blown up. Right. So there, you would think that it, that somehow Vader, who's now a Sith Lord, would be able to hone in on that. You know, it's kind of like the three fairies in, in Sleeping Beauty, where they, they, they sneak the princess out of the castle before her 16th birthday when she's supposed to prick her thumb. And then they, like, become, like, you know... They're her aunts and they live in a cottage in the woods okay. and they do everything manually. They don't use magic anymore. I think that's it. I think Obi-Wan basically separated himself from the force so that he could live a simple life and keep his eye on Luke and not be detected. But isn't there all that stuff about how while, while he was on Tatooine, he's con- communing in the force and talking to Qui-Gon and um, learning how to become one with the force when he dies. Well, maybe by becoming one with the force, he's able to hide himself. Okay. To cloud Vader's mind. (laughs) Okay. I'm just just saying, I'm just saying we have no freaking idea what this is about. I know, but, but what I'm saying is I don't want it to tarnish the established canon. You know what? Pretty soon we're going to be dead <laughs> and established canon be damned. <laughs> I think this, I think the Obi-Wan story is that while Obi-Wan was working on Tatooine, he opened up a little vegetable stand <laughs> and he was like the neighborhood Mr. Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And all these wacky characters come and, you know, uh, interact with him. Okay. You know, there's like a big yellow bird and <laughs> a dude that lives in a trash can. Exactly. <sighs> I look, we're going to find out sooner rather than later because I think it starts shooting soon. Yep. But uh, look, I'm, I'm happy to have Hayden Christensen back. There was that small tease of Vader in the, or Anakin in the back to tank in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if that's more like how they're going to do it, where Vader is not always in the mask, I think that's an interesting way to go. Otherwise, I don't know why you bring back Hayden Christensen. 
Yeah, because, I mean, he's in the mask because he needs it to breathe. Right, unless he's in one of those Right, chambers. His, his tank, yeah. My other question with this is, if they're bringing back Darth Vader, what do they do about the voice? Because if you've, if you've watched Rogue One... Mm-hmm. James Earl Jones's voice is sounding old and tired. Well, I mean, he there... <clears throat> You know, I don't mean? know. Do you think they'll process Hayden's voice in such a way? That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering whether or not they find like a like a who's the guy from um Walking Dead that does all the impressions. Ross Marquand? Marquand? Oh, yeah, yeah, who did Red Skull. They find yeah. somebody like him that can do sure. something close to the James Earl Jones voice, and then they process it until it sounds near. But sure. I can't see them dragging James Earl Jones out to a recording studio and being like, say these Vader lines. <laughs> Because it just, it wouldn't fit anymore. Yeah. It's, it's hard to hear his voice in Rogue One because it sounds like an old man. Well, and by the end of Return of the Jedi, he is an old man. But if we're putting this in canon in between three and four. I mean, he's, he's only like 50 at Re in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but that's old. I mean, he looks like shit. <laughs> I mean, he was set on fire. Yeah, but still. I mean, come on. Dude should be dead. Let's give him some credit. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so I mean, I mean, because the whole thing is they're saying that, that in Mandalorian, Grogu was born in the same year as Anakin. Right. And that they are the same age. So if Grogu is 50 and this is five years after, he was 45 when he died. So hmm. do you have the old man voice going for Darth Vader? No, I think you have, I think you have a heavily processed Hayden, but it's a more youthful voice. I would like to think that. I would really like to, to think that they're going to let Hayden carry this. Well, let's start tweeting, tweeting the hell out of it to Kathleen Kennedy and saying, Hey bitch, <laughs> you want to stick around? You got to do this for us. All right. We have spoken. Yeah, we are. This is the way we are. The, we are the, the fans that you want to please. Damn it. That's right. <laughs> we are the fans you're looking for. That's right. And then the other half of the, the investor day was Marvel. Mm hmm. We got trailers for WandaVision. Which I really liked. It's it's going to be a very interesting, different show. Yes. They filmed it in front of an audience. Mm -hmm. They shot it as a sitcom. Like, not, not like them flying outside and shit like that, but anything that's done on the set, like the, the house set, mm -hmm. they did in front of a studio audience and shot it like a sitcom. Sure. And um guy that plays Vision. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany said that he was like, I should be doing more TV because it is super, super easy if you're shooting with three cameras. 
You do it once. Did you get the coverage? Yeah. We're, we move on to the next thing. Um, and he said it was, it was very freeing because you knew that the jokes you were saying were landing mm-hmm. if they laughed. Right. Um, which I think is, is a very, very interesting way to go for a Marvel TV series. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll hand it to Kevin Feige. Like he is a master of comic book movies that are pushed into different genres, mm-hmm. whether it be like spy movies or adventure movies or heist movies or whatever. The dude's got that knack of being like, well, let's do this as a TV sitcom. Sure. And I totally buy it. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got a Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure where I stand on that. Those aren't two characters I'm really into. No. So we'll have to see. I think that it it's um depending on how they spin it, because there is a new quote unquote Captain America in mm-hmm. the in the universe at that point. Right. And that, um, you know, they're not giving it to the Falcon as Steve wanted. So I think there's going to be some, something in there that might be worth exploring. Um, we'll see. Uh, we got a Loki trailer, which was. I'm really looking forward to Loki. Like when I first heard it, I was like, what could they possibly do with Loki? that would make me really want to watch a TV show based on him. But again, they have hit something where they were like, Hey, he's going to go to like different times and Mm -hmm. there'll be different versions of them. There's talk about like a female Loki and like a kid Loki. Yep. Um, you know, apparently he's DB Cooper and the, the the heist in the plane with all the money. And Mm -hmm. there's a shot that like, Chris Hemsworth might be in it and or Idris Elba, like somebody at the end, like scoops him up. So I'm kind of all in on the Loki thing. Um, the, the one thing that I, I, I did kind of like, and this is just stupid. Me nitpicking something was that, they go to great lengths in the beginning to show you how he escaped. Right. And the minute that he sits up in the sand, it's like, he didn't look like that in the last shot. Like his hair's way shorter. Like what's going on. So I don't know if they're going to try to explain that or if I just need to let that go, but whatever. Just let it go. Come on, Elsa. Uh, We also got a trailer for what if, which looks, which looks really cool. Fucking phenomenal. I I can't wait to see Agent Carter as Captain Britain. Yeah, and uh, T'Challa as Star Lord. Yes, like th- like all kinds of weird shits going on. Yep. Um, but I think my my favorite announcement might be that we're getting a Secret Invasion TV show. Yes. Anybody who doesn't know what Secret Invasion is, um, it is the prelude to um uh. What is it? Secret Wars? Yes. And it has a lot to do with different dimensions and multiple realities and scrolls and people claiming to be other people. 
and we are getting a Disney Plus TV show starring Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. And I can't wait for this. Yeah, I cannot wait. The the best part of Captain Marvel was um, Ben Mendelsohn by far. And um, I'm always down for Samuel L. Jackson. So these two working together, I'm all in for. Yep. Um, and it, it is just a, the, the cornerstone of the idea that, you know, the last set of Marvel films is all about the infinity stones. Now we're building up to secret wars Mm -hmm. and secret wars is the way that they bring in mutants. It's the way that they bring in, they bring back like, um, they could technically bring back Robert Downey Jr. If they wanted to. Mm-hmm. like all, the floodgates are open at that point. And the right. fact that you've got that and you've got um, Spider-Man three news where they're bringing back Alfred Molina, um, Jamie Foxx and Toby Maguire and um, Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. and doing a live action spider verse thing. And then the, um, the the Doctor Strange into the multiverse mm-hmm. thing, and then you've got um, they just announced too that the Ant Man, um, the 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 Ant Man movie is going to be have a uh, Kang the Conqueror mm-hmm. in it, and that directly ties into not only um, the multiverse stuff but fantastic four. Right. And they announced the fantastic four is coming. Sure. I mean, Disney and Disney stock went up like 30% or something like some ridiculous amount after they announced all this shit. I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't understand how Disney can lose at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a ton of stuff. But you didn't mention the one thing that I'm most excited about. Which is? The Gardens of the Galaxy holiday special. That sounds awesome. You know, they're trying to decorate Groot like a Christmas tree. Come on. Here's my, well, you're getting a Groot TV series, apparently. Of baby Groot. Of baby Groot. Yes. Now, is that animated or is that like live action? Because that I didn't see. The baby Which, Groot one. Uh, I would assume it's animated. That's what I was kind of thinking too. Here's here's my fear with the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Everybody is now well aware of because of he won't let it go of how religious Chris Pratt is now. Mm-hmm. And I I don't want it to be a like Star Lord. Hey, we're going to oh, goes back in time and finds Jesus. <laughs> oh, or, that would be awesome. Or, or Jesus being the main focus of it. Like let's <gasps> and the, not. The, the Milano is actually the Christmas star that the Magi <laughs> were following. Oh, come on. This stuff writes itself. Uh, uh, please, please. No. Oh yeah. Come on. The only Disney announcement that I did see that I am interested in is the idea of um, um, Chris Evans playing 
Um, fuck, why, why did it just blank? Um, oh my God, Buzz Lightyear. Oh yeah, there that's we kind of weird, isn't it? I want to know what Tim Allen is thinking at this point. Well, Tim Allen is old. I know that, but technically his voice shouldn't change in the character, right? Well, what if that's part of the story is that he doesn't find his voice until later on? Well, this and this is supposed to be the true Buzz Lightyear. Mm. This this new thing is like what the toys are based on. So I'm wondering whether or not they're going to be like okay. if they make Chris Evans do a Buzz Lightyear voice and then it's just like oh well a toy we couldn't get the dude to do the toy so it's like a sound alike. And that's where oh. the Tim Allen thing comes in. You know, it's too bad that Tim Allen doesn't have a son like Tom Hanks does who can do his voice. Or his brother. Or his brother. It's or his, his brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah, there was some interesting stuff among the Disney things they've announced. Um, Hocus Pocus 2. Mm-hmm. Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron. Really? Yep. Okay. Uh, cheaper by the dozen. What? Which was that movie that had Steve Bonnie Martin, Hunt right? and Steve Martin that was based on a Henry Fonda. Was it Henry Fonda and Lucille Ball movie? But this one's going to be black. Oh okay. no! It's a multiracial blended family of twelve. Well, why do uh, they have to call that cheaper by the dozen? Why can't they? Because come there's up with a family a- of twelve. I know, but there's already been two movies based on that. Well, yeah. Why can't... The familiarity, Chris. We're banking on the th- fact that people are going to oh my God, Tom Welling was so awesome in that movie, <laughs> I have to see the remake. Okay. Sure. Now, here's the weird thing. The, oh, that's the not the Ice weird Age, thing? The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. A spinoff of somebody else's franchise, Ice Age, uh-huh. created specifically for Disney Plus. That's a thing, really? Yes. Okay. And um starring Simon Pegg. Oh, okay. Uh there's an animated version of Night at the Museum. Okay, I can see that. Um there is a live action animated feature Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Live action? Live action. You know, like Lion King was live action. Oh, okay. Uh, Starring John Mulaney as Chip and Andy Samberg as Dale. Oh. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Um, There's the live action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. They're not going to sound like Chippendale? Well, that's what I'm wondering. It's like... You're hiring these specific named stars. Are you then going to, you know, pitch change it? I don't know. That sounds terrible. It does sound horrible. Just the Andy Samberg part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got Tom Hanks Pinocchio, where he plays Geppetto. Okay. 
we have yet another Peter Pan story called Peter Pan and Wendy that stars Jude Law as Captain Hook. Oh, We've got the sequel to Enchanted called Disenchanted. With Amy and I know that, Yes. Okay. And I know this is the one you're going to be waiting for, Chris. You're probably going to camp out overnight for tickets to Disney Plus to watch this. <laughs> okay. Whoopi Goldberg is back in the habit. Sister Act 3. Uh. I don't know if you heard the whole plan, but they were going to put Whoopi back on stage in the musical Sister Act in London, which has been completely revised so she doesn't have to move. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And then they were going to film it. And then that was going to lead into Sister Act 3. Okay. All right, look, I when I was in high school, I got a job at a movie theater. And, and you met with Goldberg. No. I I have seen Sister Act and Sister Act 2 a bunch of times being a projectionist. They're classics. I really like Sister Act. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a huge fan of Sister Act 2. Waited way too goddamn long for Sister Act 3. Mm-hmm. Who was asking for Sister Act 3 besides Whoopi? I think that's it. Okay. I mean, she basically begged Patrick Stewart to be included in Picard season two. Right. I really think that maybe she should just stay on the view. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like also, am I seeing this right? There's a bunch of other like animated TV Mm -hmm. shows coming out Mm -hmm. for Disney plus. Uh, Ra- Rava, the last dragon, Raya, 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 Enchanto, starring Kelly Marie Tran, oh, and Jesus. Aquafina. Okay, is that animated? I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Enchanto. Encanto. En- oh, <laughs> Encanto. Encanto. And what is that? Which means enchanted. Oh. Uh, it's a fantasy, Latino-based music by Lin Manuel Mara. Miranda, who did Hamilton. Okay. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> there's a series based on Baymax. There's a mm-hmm. series based on Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Tiana. Tiana's getting a series. Moana. Moana's get Tiana Moana. Tiana Moana. Moana Tiana. <laughs> who we want to take you? Hey. And then Awaju. I Awaju. Yes. Oh, okay. What is that? It's a science fiction uh, animated story that takes place in Nigeria. Oh, okay. Sounds interesting. Sure. Hey, what the hell? Uh, Nat Geo is going to bring us Secrets of the Whales. Oh. Because I've been wondering what whales have been hiding. (laughs) Well, their their whale songs can communicate to aliens, like in Star Trek Four. That's right. Uh, we're getting another Mighty Ducks version, mm. reprising his role. Will be Emilio Estevez. <sighs> really? Yep. Come on, Emilio. You got nothing else to do. Uh, yeah. <sighs> we're getting a an, a series based on Turner and Hooch. Oh joy. <laughs> Yeah. But another thing we didn't mention was they, they did announce a Willow TV show. 
starring Warwick. Warwick is getting his 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 show again. Yep. Although, from what I understand, he doesn't play a huge part in it. No pun intended. No, I I. <laughs> No, I think it's a, um, we need him on our side. Yes, he's been in every Star Wars movie since. Well, and, and from, you what, know. from what I read, it it is like there's a girl in a village who is the chosen one. And they have to go somewhere and they stumble upon Willow and Willow says, I'll help you. Yeah. And that's pretty much, you know, it's not his show, which no, I is think weird. He's, He's he's magical Max from Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep, it's just you know name he makes an appearance, and we need him to talk this up and to be behind it. So here we go. <laughs> and maybe he'll do some voiceover narration. Who knows? Uh, yeah, pr- probably. He's he's a very persistent actor. I will give him that. I would love for them to have. He's, you know, the the gist of the show is that he's farming his land, and he's the he's the town sorcerer or whatever. And he gets a writer shows up one day and says, "Alora Dannon needs your help." Mm-hmm. And it's grown up Alora Dannon, and her kingdom's under fire or something, and Mad Mardigan's been killed because they can't bring Val back. Right, and is he gone? Did Val die? No, but he can't talk. We're anymore. waiting for it. He, he, he's he, his, the throat cancer has taken away his voice. Yeah. So, you know, they can't, so he dies in the attack and you know, it's, he's got to go help Alora Dannon. That's what I would like to see out of a Willow TV show. Do you okay. want to save the other crap for like season two? That's fine. If there's a season two, if there's a season two, that's fine. I just don't want to see like, you know, hey, this is a Willow TV show, but Willow gets like five minutes in it. That would be a very big mistake. You know, is is the dude that played Migosh, is he still alive? Which one was he? He was the he was Willow's friend. Um that, oh. that like joined him on the main part of the journey. Um let's see, Sorsha Migosh, David Steinberg. Is he still alive? No, he died. I don't know. He died. He died in 2010. Well, Kevin Pollack and Rick Overton must be looking for work. Yeah, I mean something like that. The brownies show up. Whatever. Yeah. I think that that would be better than okay. what I've read, but I will give it the benefit of the doubt because the couple times I met Warwick, he was a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. I want to see him do well. Sure. So you know, whatever. Um. But speaking of Disney, I watched the live action version of Mulan last night. Oh. That's finally put and put on Disney Plus without having to pay money for it. Right. Um, so the family was arguing about what Christmas movie we should watch during dinner last night. Mm-hmm. And when we couldn't decide on anything, we saw that Mulan was on there, so we turned that on. You mean your family doesn't turn off all all electronics at dinner time so you can just talk and enjoy each other? No. Okay. No, the less we do that the better. Um um I will say anybody who spent $30 to see this movie 
got ripped off. Okay. It is not a good film. Really? Okay. It's pretty. It's okay. It's shot in China on location. The the vistas and some of the the establishing shots are gorgeous. The film just from a story point is revamped so that like like while there is a male bad guy he's not really the one sh- that Mulan is facing it's okay. the bird that now turns into a sorceress thing right and they they monkey with the story enough to where I'm like this this is this is crap the there is no way that you would mistake this person as a male okay even if she was dirty and had her hair up under her helmet she's got a female face okay she's a pretty woman like there's no there's no hiding that there's no like like these are like generals and stuff that know her father and like they look straight at her and be like, you should marry my daughter. And you're like, why are you thinking that that's a, that's a dude? Why do you not recognize Superman when he's Clark Kent? I know it's stupid, but it's, it's just not a good film. There is no way this would have been a hit in a movie theater. Okay. None. And I talked, I talked to somebody else who just happened to watch it last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically said the same thing. They were like, there's so much wrong with what they tried to shoehorn in to mm-hmm. Disney. I mean, I'll read you his thing because he made it a lot better than I did. Um, he said, you don't have to make a man look bad to make your woman look good. You don't have to make a woman super powered for her to be special. And you don't have to have a woman, the antagonist, just because you have a female protagonist. And he was like, those were mistakes that they didn't make with Wonder Woman or Atomic Blonde. Like it's, it is this, this pared down thing of like, well, okay. She's got this special power where she can like, kick things at high velocity. Like I don't even know how to explain it without you saying it. Okay. Um, I can guarantee you I am not going to watch it anytime soon. Okay. I mean, it's so I saw the original, original Mulan once decades ago. So I don't really remember the movie. And I kept saying to my kid, is this anything like the movie? Like the animated one? And she was like, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So all of a sudden she's got this, they refer to it as chi, which I know is the thing, but you know, mm-hmm. um, which lets her move at, not superhuman speed, but she's got agility and balance and she can kick up a spear and then do a flip and kick the spear into the guy all in like one motion. 
Okay. And they're trying to make this like a badass version of Mulan, and it's like you don't have to do that. Like it's it doesn't make her a strong female character. It's it's now she's super powered. Hmm. And that's just it's not what you need. Yeah. It's too bad. And they bring Ming Na Wen in for one scene mm-hmm. where she introduces Mulan to somebody and it's like you fucking should have had her do it, man. <sighs> De-age her, do whatever, but Sure. God damn, man. Like, what a missed opportunity. Yeah. I mean, Ming Na gets skills. Yeah. She she kicks some ass. Yeah. I mean, or bring she, Ming Na in to be the sorceress. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And, like, um, Donnie Yen is in it as Commander Tung. Mm hmm. And every time he's on screen, the only thing I can think about is Chirrut and Rogue One. So he too is has tapped into the chi thing. Okay. And so so every time he's doing his moves, I'm over on the couch going, I'm one with the force, the force is with me, I'm one with the force, the force is with me. And my kid is like, Would you just shut up for a minute? And I was like, I can't because that's Donnie Yen. That that he's doing his Star Wars character there. And it's got Jason Scott Lee in it, and he hasn't aged well. Yeah. I mean... And he's the big villain? Yes. But he's not Shan Yu. Or Shang Yu. Yeah, he, yeah, Shan Yu. He's, um... Khan. He's Bori Khan. Mm. So, I mean, it's... Khan! Yeah, exactly. It's not a good movie. I don't recommend it. Even even if you have nothing else to watch, don't... It's an hour and 55 minutes of your life you're never going to get back. Ah. Uh. And I mean, uh, give Disney credit. They, they filled the entire cast with Asian actors. Good on them. Well, that was to make it a joint project with China and ensure that huge box office over there. And then we got a pandemic that originated in China. So (laughs) oopsie. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not good. Wow. But you know what was good? What was? The Mandalorian. It was very good. Yes. What is your opinion on Boba's new look? Um, I think it's an evolution of where Boba is now as a man. Okay. Um, I think that the armor to him is more sentimental than mystical. Okay. Um, I also think he's rubbing off on, 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 uh, on Din Din, on Din Din, Din Din, Din Din, whose face we saw in a scene. Yes. Holy crap. So there was a lot of, <clears throat> there was a lot of, of upset people that, um, were mad that he repainted his armor. You know, that because because the theory is that the reason that it is all scuffed up is it's a badge of honor. It's sure. it's saying to the other people, I've been through hell and I'm still here. Don't fuck with me, mm-hmm. which I get. But there's something about 
the freshly painted armor and seeing him back at like a hundred percent that I really enjoy. Um, I feel, and I feel like Dave Filoni also feels since he's a fan first and foremost, he wants to see Boba at his absolute top. And you get that with the new rifle and the new paint job. And even though he's not used a whole lot in this episode, Mm -hmm. you see things like how many, like I've always wondered how the inside of the slave one works. Sure. It's a ship. It's a ship that lays on its back when it lands. Mm -hmm. But how do you get in there and get to where you need to go? And like, it's oh, like a gyroscope. Yeah, the center section rotates. Well, mm-hmm. of course it does. Like, like, why didn't I think of that before? And I feel like Dave Filoni sat down at some point and said, here's all the things that I've got questions about. And I'm going to answer all of them for everybody. Right. And that is, how does how does that work? Okay. How does that work? Okay. We're just going to answer all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly feel like, like the new Boba if they don't kill him off, which I'm little nervous about. Yeah. Um, if they don't kill him off, I would love to see him in his own show doing his own thing. If, sure. If that, or, well, that's the movie we wanted instead of solo. Right. I, if they're not going to give him his own TV show, which doesn't seem like it's in the cards, according to investor day, and they don't kill him off, then they need to add him to the cast for the Mandalorian. Sure. I think him and Din working together to keep baby Yoda safe or sorry, Grogu safe. Grogu. Um, would, would help the already amazing show that it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you want to keep Fennec Shan and, and Kara in there. I mean, they're thinking that Kara's going to go off and do the, the Rangers TV show. Sure. Um, but I think, I, I think there's going to be enough work for everybody. Uh, tr- yeah. And, uh, but you know, because Din doesn't have a ship now and I'm really mm-hmm. afraid that they're going to kill off Boba and then Jin or Din's going to take the slave one. Because they built an awful big set for one episode, maybe. Yeah, right. Like that's not usually something you do. So I'm I'm kind of hoping that like he survives, that he yeah. doesn't sacrifice himself or whatever. Um, but yes, you get you get um, you see Din for the first time fighting at like max capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were saying that that is kind of foreshadowing um, him fighting with the, the Beskar spear. Okay. Cause when he was on top of the, the transport, he was using the things that they were throwing at him. Right. Um, so like they, they need to show you that he's a skilled fighter with his hands mm-hmm. using a, a long sharp projectile type weapon. Um, we know that Beskar stands up to lightsabers. Moff Gideon has a dark saber. You know, it's all a dark saber or the dark or saber. the dark saber. Okay. So that you know, it's all going to be like put into place. Um. 
Um, I, I didn't like, um, Bill Burr's character last season, but I genuinely yeah. feel like they have, um, redeemed him. Okay. In yeah. a decent oh, way. Mm-hmm. Um, they name check up, op, uh, operation cinder, which is yep. a, which is a Palpatine, um, connection. Yep. Um, you get Din taking his helmet off for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the little thing of when he hands him the, the helmet back and Mayfield says, like, I'll just tell him somebody I didn't ever saw your face. And Din's like, All right. right. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I was afraid again that this was going to be a filler episode where nothing was going to get um, resolved to the end. And the whole thing was going to be breaking Mayfield out of the camp. Yep. And then the finale was going to be like all the shit leading up to it. And I'm pleasantly surprised with what we got out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I truly had a problem with um, in this episode is the empire stormtroopers saluting like the U S military. Yeah. We've never seen that because normally they stand at attention with both hands on their blaster. And this was really out of character. Yeah. This was not anything we'd seen in star Wars before. They're not, they're not the U S Marines. They're not, you know, this is supposed to be a galaxy far, far away. Nobody salutes like that. Like that was the only thing that kind of took me out. Mm, okay. Everything else I was digging, like the fight on top of the thing, the blowing up, um, the, the, the skiff of pirates that, and, the, and, Oh, at the very end. And yeah. And, and Fennec and, and Kara on top, like covering their escape and yep. then jumping onto the slave one and all that kind of stuff. Like all that I dug. The saluting thing, I was like, "Oh man, why do we have to jump the shark?" Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm truly excited for the finale. I, I gotta think that it's going to be closer to an hour. You would think, yeah, and and this next to finale episode did not feel as epic as the first seasons. No. So I'm hoping that they've saved a lot for the finale. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I yeah, I'm I'm hoping that that we're getting at least like a 58 minute like the like the premiere one. Mm-hmm. Like something that's super sized compared to the other ones, like not a 38 minute. Right. 35 minute whatever it was. Um like and the the report came out of last week's episode where they talked to Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. and he said that they handed him the script and the script was 19 pages long mm-hmm. and he goes what am i supposed to do with this and he and Favreau was like what do you mean he goes i cut really fast so you've got a 16 minute episode here <laughs> and he goes we'll just fill it in and so that's why there's so much um action in yep. the, the episode because he just had to like fill, fill it in. That's why fill time. Yep. I, and I guess that's why like Din doesn't learn from trying to run into the force field. Mm. Like he's got to oh. do it a couple of times. And okay. then you get the, the clown car stormtrooper 
transport. Yes. Yes. And all that stuff. And you're like, oh, okay, they're just filling in time because he didn't want to do a 15 minute episode. Right. So, I mean, good on him. Um, but yeah, the uh, Giancarlo Esposito had basically said that he had done a couple of huge lightsaber battles. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen anything like that yet. Right. So if he's doing more than one and maybe Ahsoka shows up or... Do you, do you think that in the finale we're going to see Moff Gideon and, and Grand Admiral Thawne? I don't think you're going to see Thawne until the Ahsoka Oh, really? Show, yeah. He was, he was name-dropped of being out there, but I think... You don't think he's going to show up in this, I in think, the flesh? No, I think that's going to be his... Um, the, the first time you see him live action is going to be in the Ahsoka thing. Um, I don't know. I, hmm. Something, something tells me that that's something that they would keep for that. Yeah. It, it also feels that they want to have some major reveal in the finale before we don't get episodes for another year. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not we, totally convinced we saw the that, he base. Gets, that he gets Grogu back next season, or, or like in the yeah. Finale. See, I don't think I don't think he rescues Grogu all that fast. No, if at all. Uh, sure. I I could see them stretching it out, like, um, because he's made he's made the the video message where he basically puppets back to Gideon what he said to him. Right. You have something I want. Right. So now they've lost the element of surprise. They Gideon knows he's coming. He's got the dark troopers. There could be a version of the dark trooper armor that Gideon gets into himself. Um, in certain, um, expanded universe versions, of dark troopers, they have lightsabers. Yep. So, and Grogu has reached out in the force. So if yes. another Jedi shows up that is not Ezra Bridger or Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. and they join the fight, you could have a couple of major lightsaber battles within the finale. Sure. Which would be cool. Um, I do find it a little ironic that when they started the Mandalorian, they were like, this is a thing where you don't necessarily have to see people with lightsabers. Right. And then all of a sudden now we're here with lightsabers, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks way cooler than it has been used in the past. So, Um, but I'm, I would, I wouldn't put it past them to have it end where somebody is trapped or needs help or whatever. And Din has to make the sacrifice of not rescuing Grogu until next season. And so that they can keep this all going. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. That's just my two cents. Sure. Um, but I, I am excited. I'm going to be sad after, that we don't get anything for another year. Mm -hmm. Cause I can't, I don't think they gave out any like release dates for anything on the investor day thing. No. 
So we're not going to get any more Star Wars until probably the Mandalorian season three. Because Kenobi doesn't start shooting until like May. Right. And they're not going to put that one out first. So I don't know. Well, they're going to have to stand behind the hype machine and make sure people don't forget. Well, no, and they've already said they're doing another one of those, um, another one of those TV shows like they did about the making of. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's coming out in between, so that people are still engaged with it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's going to be exciting to see. Yeah, definitely. How they how what they do with it and do they tie it up and Mhm. Just think of all the new toys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, in between when they can uh repaint the slave one and Yeah. You know, whatever. So I do have another TV show recommendation for you. Okay. Um, and I don't know whether or not you've seen it, but if you haven't, did you ever watch Dr. Robot or Dr. Mr. Robot? Uh, is that the one with Rami Malek? Yes. And Christian Slater. I tried. Okay. I couldn't get into it. How much of it did you watch? Very little. Try again. <laughs> okay. Um I watched it on a whim. Um I I think it's on Prime. And I had, I had always heard people be like, "Oh, this is a really good show. You should watch it. I think you would like it." And I blew through four seasons of it in about a week. Um it's one of the most satisfying TV shows I think I've ever watched. Really? Okay. All four seasons are one story. Um, you know, it's not like, um, they introduce you to this guy and then he tackles a bunch of challenges. And then in the next season, Oh, Hey, you were that guy. We've got a problem. It's all one continuous story. And the ending the finale is one of the most fulfilling finales I've ever watched. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't think it could be any better. Um, Rami Malek, you know, people say he's doesn't, he's unconventional to look at or whatever. Um, yeah. but he's supposed to be playing this weird nerd guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think that if you watch it, if if you give it a chance, at least the first season, you might get hooked on it, for sure. Okay, okay. Um, so you know, it is what it is. But um, why do I have somebody in my office? Yes. What do you need? Okay, go. Thank you. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, I would I would suggest watching Mr. Robot. Okay. I will take that under advisement. Okay. Have you watched anything else recently? Um, 
I have not. I've been watching some really bad old Christmas specials. <laughs> okay. Like Rudolph and Frosty's Shiny New Year. Oh, Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Oh, okay. With uh, Ethel Merman. <laughs> Ethel Merman? Yeah. Wow. Look it up, folks. Google's your friend. <laughs> um, I watched the latest animated version of The Grinch. I watched the really bad TV musical version of The Grinch. Okay. That... I mean, it 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 looked like Ellen DeGeneres. Is the, <laughs> it was horrible. Is the animated one that you watched? Is that the one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I didn't even know that there was a TV one. But they just did a, you know one of those live Christmas musical kind of things. Ah, okay. So this one had Matthew Morrison from Glee as the Grinch, and he was horrible. He looks like a bad drag queen. And uh, David O'Hare, who is in a lot of the American Horror Story episodes, played Old Max the dog. And Young Max the dog was played by Boo Boo Stewart. Boo Boo Stewart? Boo Boo Stewart. He's in Disney's Descendants. He was in the, the werewolf version of Twilight. Um. Really not sure at what age he's going to stop going by the name Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Looks kind of creepy because he's kind of an adult now, but oh well. Um, yeah, I watched the, the animated version of Frosty. I think it was like Frosty Returns that had Andy Griffith as the narrator. Okay. Lots of weird shit. <laughs> yes? I'm t- no, I'm just looking at Boo Boo Stewart. <laughs> His real name is Nils. Why is Why is the Grinch thing not on his IMDb? May not have been added yet. He's got post-production stuff. Oh, don't know. Swear to God it's him. Uh No. I mean, it was called The Grinch, right? Yeah. That's so weird. It's not on there. Hmm. Weird. I mean, that should show up on Internet Movie Database, right? Yeah. I want to see what The Grinch looks like. Oh. You know, it has not shown up on Matthew Morrison's IMDb either. Oh, I just saw a picture. Yeah. That's doesn't doesn't look like the Grinch. No. It, it's like, why didn't you just like get Jim Carrey to do it? He's doing SNL. He's obviously willing to do anything for a buck. <laughs> These pictures make it look like it's a chick in the suit. Yeah. Oh, I just saw a picture of Boo Boo. <laughs> Okay. Sure. Wow. Okay. That's a step in the wrong direction for their careers, but whatever. Whatever. I haven't watched any Christmas stuff yet this year. Really? Yeah. Don't know why. 
just haven't been in the Christmas mood. Too much crap going on in the world. But, you know, 38 days. Uh, yes. So it is listed as Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Musical. But oh. again, it it's not listed on anybody's IMDb. No, and you think it would be. Well, it was it was bad. Was it live? Was it one of those things? Well, no, it was filmed because, okay. you know, the whole COVID thing. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's a train wreck. <laughs> and it's not even an interesting train wreck. Oh. All oh, these poor people. Yeah, well. Why? Okay, can you explain? There's a there's a picture mm -hmm. where of the Grinch with a cowboy hat. No, there's oh. a, there's a picture where he's holding. I guess it's Cindy Lou, and his eye around his eyes and around his face is yellow instead of green. Mm, don't know. Is that the same? Maybe that's not the same production. Dr. Seuss is how this Grinch stole Christmas, the musical. Mm hmm. Yeah, there. Uh. Wait. This is at the Fox Theater? Is that different? That's different. Oh, yes. Okay. That's different. Because in. That one no, he's got like yellow around filmed, his face. Yeah, no this this one was filmed in in uh, England. Okay, so there's different things going on all at the same time, and Twitter doesn't know how to or, or Google doesn't know how to how to um, interpret it all. That's weird. Okay, well, I won't watch that then. What version of the Grinch do you think is the best? Is it still the cartoon, or do you actually? It's like still the cartoon. It's the cartoon. Is it okay? Yeah, it's the cartoon. Anytime you have to add like an hour and a half worth of um, material into it. Just to drag it out to like movie length. They're telling a new story. Do you need to though? Do you need to see the Grinch as a child? Uh, how many times have we asked that? I know. How many times has a movie been announced? <laughs> Mighty Ducks 73. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, well. All right. You got anything else for this week? No. Huh?
get some TPS reports to file. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he came up with that on his own. Or whether they, they fed that to him. I don't need. I, I don't know. It seems very well placed in terms of the bureaucracy of the Empire. Yeah. All right. Well, that's like an hour and a half show. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. Have a good week. Wear your mask. Brown eyes. (laughs) 